0: Have you ever noticed that a big part of business is getting other people to do things and take action? Think about it for a minute. Every week you write emails, blog posts, sales pages, and proposals, all of which are meant to get a response from someone. And whether or not you're successful relies heavily upon your ability to communicate through effective writing skills. That's why today we're sharing five business writing tips that anyone can do to improve their writing and their communication skills. Hey, you, you're listening to the Messy Desk Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to achieve more without the overwhelm and drama. Because
1: although business and life get messy, that doesn't mean things have
0: to be hard. Join us as we help you cope with the chaos and banish your barriers so that you can move forward in your entrepreneurial journey. I'm Megan Monahan. And I'm Teresa Safali. Let's get on with it. Hello, Teresa. Hey, Megan. I'm gonna to start today by reading a quote by the famous author, C.S. Lewis, who is probably most known for his book, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. He said that you can make anything by writing. From a fiction standpoint, I think this means that you can use your writing to create any story, any character, or any world that you'd like. You can create any truth that you want to. The only limit is your imagination. And really, the same is true when you're writing for business. You can create an entire business through writing. You can create partnerships, products, and movements through words. Think about bloggers and YouTubers who have formed businesses on the back of content. Consider the books that introduce life-changing concepts to the world, like The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod or The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. The Mel Robbins book is one of your favorites, right, Teresa? It is. I was so
1: inspired by Mel's story and by the stories of the people she highlighted in the book that I couldn't not try the strategy for myself. The five-second rule really helped me drastically reduce procrastination, among other things.
0: Well, I haven't read The Five-Second Rule, but that kind of illustrates my point. Because I haven't read it, and I still know who she is, and I still know about the book. So... What it means to me is that words propel your brand, create a following, and can even spark a business. And that makes me think, when it comes to business and nonfiction, I actually change Lewis's quote a little bit. So instead of, you can make anything by writing, I think of it as, you can make anything happen by writing. I love that. Entrepreneurs have become influencers from their excellent content. Business owners have taken their businesses to new successes with well-written ads and manifestos. We've seen this in the media with news stories too. I mean, look at how the media affects public opinion and action. Right. Writing is so powerful. Words are powerful and influential. I used to say that my pen is my sword. In other words, your writing is a strong and mighty tool that has the ability to make things happen in your business in your life and in your community. Megan, that's just
1: so profound. You know, I I agree. Words are how you communicate and interact with others. So they're really important. When you don't value your writing, you don't do as good of a job communicating. That diminishes your impact.
0: So it's a good thing that we're talking about business writing tips today. Yes, I love what you just said. Words are how you communicate and interact with others. So you need to take them seriously and pay attention to your writing. When you write something and you put it out into the world, there's a permanence about it. Your words can become your legacy. Think about famous speeches and social media posts. Your words represent you, your ideas, your personality, your beliefs, and your knowledge, which makes you more credible, authentic, trustworthy, and likable. Your writing is how you contribute to thought leadership and how you build authority and whether or not you attract or repel your tribe. Okay, so now we've discussed the power of writing. Words are a big deal, but not everyone is good at writing. Yeah, that's right. Not everyone is going to pursue a master's degree in writing like I did, but here's the thing, you don't need to. The key is practice. Like any skill, effective writing takes some expertise and a lot of practice, but it doesn't require an advanced degree. In fact, some of the writing advice that we're taught in school doesn't actually work in the digital marketing space. So you're saying that people aren't naturally effective writers, yeah? Yes, that's what I'm saying.
1: Okay. Instead, good writing is a skill that is learned and takes practice. Right. That's actually a big relief, since that means anyone
0: can improve their writing, even me. And I have even more good news for you. These business writing tips I'm about to share are going to make your words more powerful and more wow-worthy. Adding these steps into your writing routine will massively improve your communications with customers, colleagues, and your community. And when you communicate better, your marketing improves too.
1: Well, I can't wait to hear these.
0: So my first tip is to identify a goal. Create a goal for whatever it is you're writing. Always answer the question, what do I want to achieve with this content? Every piece of content you create needs a goal. Goals work for all content. I'm talking about emails, blog posts, video scripts, web pages, and even your social media posts. Nearly everything you write can benefit from having a goal. For example, we have a goal for every podcast we create. Why? Because a goal reminds us what we're talking about, why we're talking about it, and what we hope to share with our listeners.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember when we tried recording an episode without a detailed goal in mind. (laughs) You said that the episode was meandering, which was kind, um, (laughs) because we were just all over the place. You know, obviously we knew the topic and theme, but it was too broad without a specific angle and objective. And that made the content less focused and really disorganized. Plus, it took us longer to get to the point if we got to the point at all. And that wasn't good for the audience since we didn't want to lose their attention. Exactly. I remember that really
0: well. (laughs) There was nothing concise about that episode. (laughs) And I think we made that episode a bonus. But that just proves my point about goal setting in your writing, right? Yep. A goal keeps you focused on the end result, which improves your writing and improves the experience that your audience has with your content. So you're going to be more likely to achieve your goal since you've identified it and used it to organize your writing. And the more specific you get with your goal, the easier it will be to write and the better your writing will be, the better your marketing will be. You know that I love that you started with goal planning.
1: Totally up my alley. Setting goals is critical in so many areas of business.
0: It makes perfect sense that writing would start there too. I knew you'd like that one. Okay, so my next tip is to research. Research makes your writing much stronger and more powerful.
1: Well, that's no surprise. You're a huge believer in research. It's one of the most important lessons that I've been learning from you.
0: I know it's really not a surprise (laughs) because I do love research. I think there's a missing piece in so much content that's out there, and that missing piece is research. Research provides insight and information that makes your writing far more powerful, impactful, and targeted. In turn, that will boost the effectiveness of your communication with your audience. And that means better results from whatever it is that you're writing add just two research steps into your writing routine. Not asking you to do a lot here. The first one is research the competition. What are others saying? Search on Google to see what's out there. These are the people who you compete with in search and in business. You want to know what they're saying and what content they're producing. Then use this insight to position your content in a more original and unique way. This helps you stand out. Second, Research the data. Do another Google search for data, facts, leader quotes, and statistics related to whatever it is that you're writing about. Include one or two of these facts or opinions in your writing. Doing this positions you as an authority and an expert. People will pay more attention to what you're saying when it's backed by data, science, or people that they already trust and respect. I'm telling you, these two small things will improve your writing and your impact. I can tell when people don't research because their writing lacks meatiness, proof, and thought leadership. Okay. Wow.
1: That's totally doable. And I can see how those two aspects of research improve your business writing. I'm happy though that you limited your research to two areas. You know what I'm thinking, right? I do. (laughs) Research can take you down the rabbit hole of distractions. Three hours later, you look up from your computer (laughs) and you've used up too much time. So set a timer. If you can't find what you need, come back to it later.
0: Good advice. That is definitely something I watch out for too, making sure that my research is set to a specific time. All right, on to tip number three. I've heard people say that good writers are avid readers. And this third tip is along those lines, but I've never heard anyone suggest reading immediately before writing. My tip is to read from a book for about 10 to 15 minutes, maybe even longer, before writing anything. And there are some rules here. The author of what you're reading needs to be a really good writer and appeal to you. And I suggest reading from a book rather than a blog or an article since books go through a lot of editing and are more polished. The exception is articles from good or professional writers since their articles are usually well written. I've never run across anyone who does this. However, it's something that works really well for me, so I wanted to share it. That's a completely new one for me, Megan. I've never heard that before. So quick story. My husband has a bit of a Southern accent. (laughs) You know, you don't really notice it until he talks to his dad on the phone. His dad has a much more noticeable Southern accent. After my husband is around anyone with a Southern drawl, his accent comes out in full force. (laughs) It's an example of transference. And that's what happens for me when I read and consume content from great authors. It's like the author's greatness transfers to me for a short time. Their content puts me in an optimal frame of mind and mindset, plus it opens up my creativity. I write so much better after reading for a few minutes. But beware, because the opposite is true too. If I consume TikTok videos, or read a poorly written blog post, it negatively affects my writing ability. This may sound like a crazy idea, but there's actually a fictional movie about the contagious and viral nature of words. So if you're kind of into that stuff, the movie's called Pontypool, and you might wanna check it out. It's a B movie, but the concept is really interesting.
1: I've never heard of that movie, But I totally get the transference thing. When I hang out with my Brooklyn relatives, that definitely happens to me. (laughs) So therefore, it kind of makes sense in my head that reading content from great authors can positively influence your writing. But I've
0: never tried that before. I'm going to, though. Very cool. All right. Writing tip number four is to write your first draft with reckless abandon. That's right, do a total brain dump of everything in your mind and get it out of your head. Don't allow yourself to edit on the way from your brain to the page. I call this the ugly writing technique because what you produce is super raw and messy. Remember what we said about messy moments in episode number one? Well, this is another instance when embracing the messiness leads to better things. I'm going to warn you. Writing without correcting yourself is challenging. Mm -hmm. It takes practice to allow yourself to ugly write. But you can write much faster and get more ideas out of your head when you're not editing as you write.
1: What if you're someone who is much more comfortable with speaking rather than writing? Sure.
0: I mean, I get it. If speaking is your preference, feel free to do the same thing with voice dictation. Speak your thoughts out loud and record them to capture a first draft. The concept is the same whether you're writing or speaking really. You want to release the information from your brain to get all of the ideas out and captured before you forget them. I recommend practicing ugly writing every day or every other day for 15 to 20 minutes until you train your brain to stop editing as you write. Believe me this will take practice. So Megan introduced ugly writing to me while we
1: were working on the content for this podcast. While it does take practice, it's also quite liberating. Now, I think I'm a good writer, but I never really enjoyed writing. There's some impatience on my part, to be honest. And I also put a lot of pressure on myself to get it done quickly and perfectly on my first go. And I've always had anxiety around writing because I'm constantly worried I'll forget to mention something.
0: Actually, everything that you just said is I think what most people feel about writing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I can understand. So when I ugly write, that pressure and anxiety simply doesn't exist. I give myself permission to be messy and imperfect.
0: Plus, I'm not burning through energy the way I used to. There's something magical that happens when you give your brain permission to disobey rules and structure in the pursuit of creativity and ideation. But it does take practice, so you have to plan it into your schedule. And your first draft is private. So you don't have to stress about the quality of your writing in your first draft. That's the point after all, like you kind of saying, it's about freedom and unleashing your mind. Mm -hmm. Once you're done, you'll use this ugly first draft to create an outline and structure to your content. And that leads me to the last tip. And I think I've saved the most important tip for last edit your writing, not once, but at least twice. Editing, by far, is the most important, best way to improve your writing. I consume a lot of content. I mean, I read a lot. And I can tell when writers skip the editing step. Sloppy, unstructured, meandering content is ineffective. It's difficult for me to consume. And if it's difficult for me, it's probably difficult for other people. So people don't consume bad writing, which makes it a waste of your time.
1: Editing is a task that I didn't value as much as I do now. Thanks to you I've tried the writing advice you've given to me and I can see a huge improvement in my writing Since working with you and being around you more now. You've been reading my writing. Have you noticed an improvement?
0: Yeah, I've noticed a huge improvement. So it's, it's super exciting for me because I can see that the advice and the suggestions that I'm giving you are just taking you to like other levels of your writing. Cause you know, I feel that writing is how, like an important way to express yourself. And I know that it makes a difference in how you sound. So I'm thrilled.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you can see it. Cause you know, your opinion matters so much to me oh. and I can't thank you enough for all the help. Um, that you've given me and all that I've learned from you in such a very short amount of time. So (laughs) by far editing has taken my writing from mediocre to more concise and tighter. I'm able to get my point across better when I edit.
0: I've also noticed that the editing process itself has gotten easier. In my opinion, writers who don't edit are lazy. I know that's kind of (laughs) harsh. I'm not talking about a typo here or there. I mean, we're all going to make those, we're all human, right? I'm talking more about the lack of flow, the absence of structure, and this mistake of really long sentences or thoughts that are hard to follow. These boo-boos make you look like an amateur rather than an experienced professional. Poor writing translates to clicks away from your content and the inability to communicate your message. And guess what? That hurts your bottom line. Here's my advice for editing. Never write and edit on the same day. Edit the next day or after. Edit a second time the next day or after. You'll be amazed at how much editing improves your writing. Always read your content out loud to check for flow and for ease of understanding. If you can't easily say it, then your audience won't be able to follow it either. Make long sentences shorter. Don't take 25 words to say something you can say in 10 words or you'll lose your audience attention. If you tend to make a lot of typos or grammar errors, I have two suggestions. Read your content backwards. This allows you to check for typing mistakes versus contextual errors. Or Use an app like Hemingway or Grammarly to check your writing. Those are
1: two of my favorite apps for editing, actually. I especially loved Hemingway, which I happen to find by accident. I learn not only what needs to be edited, but also why it needs to be edited. And it's helping with my overall writing, I feel.
0: Yeah, it's good if it's teaching you stuff along the way. Yeah, and just a quick tip. If you're
1: like me with a very short attention span, Don't force yourself to sit for long periods of time when you edit. I like to use the Pomodoro method, which is 25 minutes of work followed by a five-minute break. That break allows me to come back with fresh eyes and a clear brain.
0: That is so smart. Yeah. You know, I take breaks too. It's really hard, especially if you're writing something very long. You need to take those breaks, and that will improve your editing, actually, as well, and your writing. So do what you need to do for editing. Incorporate it into your process. Make time for it. Copywriting forces your audience to struggle for meaning and understanding. For me, if I have to edit the content in my head while I'm trying to consume it, I lose focus on the meaning of what I'm reading. So edit at least twice to improve your communication and your marketing. All right.
1: Well, we've come to the end of another episode. I'm very sad to say. (laughs) I always have so much fun doing these. (laughs) They are fun. All right, Megan, you've given people super helpful tips here that people I don't think have heard elsewhere. They're unique. I hope so. It's hard to do that too. And even if listeners only use one tip from this episode, they'll improve how they communicate with others, especially in their marketing.
0: Yay, that's what I was hoping for, Teresa. I could blab about writing even more, but I think these tips are the best place to start if you want to be a more effective writer and marketer. We've talked about writing and copywriting being must have marketing skills because when it comes down to it your business hinges on whether you can convince people to take action and a huge part of that influence is in your writing and content that's so good i just want to make this last point
1: when it comes to incorporating this writing advice into your business start small yes if you have a writing process you can begin to improve it by adding one of these steps into the mix Don't try to add everything at once or you'll overwhelm yourself. When you're overwhelmed, you're less likely to stick to it. To make something truly a part of your process, it takes practice and consistency. That's
0: how you make it sustainable and that's how you make it a good habit. Yeah, practice is so important. For me, the rewards of writing effectively have been extensive. Plenty of business opportunities have been the result of my writing and content. And I want this for you too but there's no shortcut when it comes to effective writing. Like we said, it takes some practice and a bit of extra time. Like with any skill, you get better and faster over time, so stick with it. Effective writing can change your life and your business, so don't underestimate its power and influence. Remember what Lee Iacocca said, you can have brilliant ideas, but if you can't get them across, your ideas won't get you anywhere.
1: Thanks, Megan. And I have a few reminders for our listeners. Don't forget that you could win a $20 Amazon gift card if we read your comment on the podcast. To participate, post a comment at MessyDeskPodcast.com. We'll contact you if you've won. And if you like what you've heard today, please subscribe to the podcast and share this episode with a friend who may be interested. That's it for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week on the Messy Desk Podcast.
0: Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe to the Messy Desk Podcast and leave us a review.
1: We're interested in what you're interested in. So email us at MessyDeskPodcast at gmail.com with your topic suggestions and questions.
0: And most importantly, stay messy because that's where the growth, progress, and magic happen. Have you already? Already. First two (laughs) words. Still couldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong?
1: Hurry, okay, I'm behaving.